Namaste and welcome to Detours with me Anuradha Goyal where I talk to some very interesting personalities about journeys of all kinds. Today we have a very interesting innovative and a pioneering concept that we are going to hear about it's called good governance yatra. When I first heard about it, I wondered what does good governance has to do with travel. Uh, but then I got to hear about it and uh, it is absolutely a fascinating concept. And it also opens up horizons for many different types of yatras that we can do. So uh, welcome um, Kumar Shubham, director of Vision India Foundation, which runs the good governance yatra. Shubham, welcome to Detours. Thank you, Anuradhaji. Glad to be here. I have been uh, hearing uh, Indie Tales Detours podcast uh, for the last one month since the time it got launched. And it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I got to meet Shubham when uh, he presented uh, his experiential tourism ideas at Aryatra conference, which is a fascinating talk. You should listen to it. Uh, but today we are focusing on good governance yatra. So Shubham, tell us what is good governance yatra? What do you mean by good governance yatra? What is it? its aims? What does it aim to achieve? And how was it conceived? Okay, okay. That's three questions clubbed into one. I will try to answer them one after another. Yes. Uh, so the idea of good governance uh, yatra is, uh, is self-explanatory in the name. Uh, hmm. For us, it is a little different than what is explained in the name. Uh, mm -hmm. A little deeper insight into the yatra would uh, reveal to us mm -hmm. that uh, we imagine this as a journey where mm -hmm. inquisitive minds and mm -hmm. especially minds who aspire to be public leaders in the future mm -hmm. uh, would meet the experience of possibilities. Uh, okay. The experience that they could imagine change, they could imagine mm -hmm. uh, bringing that change by their own hard work in their mm -hmm. own lifetimes mm -hmm. and also be aware and be uh, observers to mm -hmm. how society can evolve with time with mm -hmm. a little hard work and dedication. Okay. That is how we imagine the Yatra to be. Okay. Uh, it simply imagines that we will highlight some bright spots in governance. Mm -hmm. uh, the entire idea of governance that seem to be tamed a little. Uh, we try to highlight what are the bright spots in this. Mm -hmm. uh, who are actual change makers on ground and how they bring in change. Mm -hmm. The second goal is to inspire next generation change makers, people who want to pursue change. Mm -hmm. as a career, as a full-time profession. Uh, mm -hmm. They should feel that there is a possibility that they will be successful. And mm -hmm. if they devote their times, people like them have become successful in the past. And there is a possibility okay. to bring a change. The third goal would be, uh, as we imagine, uh, Vision India mm -hmm. Foundation is imagined to be a movement, a mm -hmm. nation-building movement. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, to build people who will commit full-time to this movement. So full-time nation-building is the objective. So people should pursue full-time careers in this mm -hmm. domain. And the fourth is to uh, carve out and share a mm -hmm. framework and a lens mm -hmm. to look at governance and how we can understand and experience various aspects of the idea of policy and governance. So that brings up to uh, the Yatra and how we imagine the goals and how we imagine the aims of the program. So essentially, you are trying to uh, create a bridge between the current change makers and potential future change makers. Exactly. Yes. 
we believe that uh, often when we hear things in classrooms and when we hear things in stories when we hear things mm-hmm. in podcasts and youtube channels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a part of our mind remains skeptical uh, that mm-hmm. whether this is possible is this all real mm-hmm. so this gives us a platform and an experience that all of this whatever is being said is not mm-hmm. out of the blue there are right. things happening on ground which we might not hear because of our uh, skewed sources of information be it media right. be it our social media profiles uh, right. you might not know about things being done on ground but there are things being done and possibly you can play a role too and also there is nothing like a first hand experience you know nothing you, yes, you yes, can yes. read as much as you want but there is nothing that 5 minutes of meeting that person can say far more than his book can say exactly yes this is what swami vivekananda mentioned as well before right. he started his journey and after he ended his journey he mentioned the same quote twice so he mentioned yes. that uh, there is nothing more than what can experience can teach you and and especially in our uh, in nation as well uh, we value experience too much be it spirituality be it religion be it the idea of existence we believe in the idea of experience and that's what this yatra brings to yeah that's my own experience you know what i have learned every day on the road uh, nothing can teach me i have a huge library at home but it's worth nothing when it comes to actually stepping out and learning about right right <laughs> that's where that's how the yatra also got envisaged right. so we were doing a policy program uh, mm-hmm. and uh, where we just finished a session by a sarpanch from western maharashtra mm-hmm. uh, that sarpanch is now padmashree uh, poputra mm-hmm. pawar ji you might have heard okay. about him yes yes so uh, he just finished his lecture and he gave uh, his entire theory of change and how he brought things to his village how the village got transformed how people got mm-hmm. together and the entire idea of social movement leading to social change right and uh, just when we came out and uh, i it was a eavesdropping that led to the yatra so some of the uh, delegates were talking about how uh, they feel that there might be some facts being uh, hidden and there some facts which might not be talked about in the class because all of this is too good to be true right uh, personally i had been to this village and i knew that everything that he has talked is uh, if at all lesser than what has happened and not exaggerated that's true and i also feel that uh, you know i have a background in business innovation and i feel feel that innovation happens at intersections it's when you meet people who are absolutely not like you that's when new ideas take birth yes 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 so that's what one of the uh, uh, as we move uh, to share more details about the yatra probably it will come up uh, the yatra delegation is about that so we right. get people from across the spectrum right. and that's what became also one of the fundamental pillars of the yatra because when we say we look at an e governance project Right. we often realize and being an engineer by background i can see the technology behind it i can very well see uh, the various uh, platforms that they are using the yes. various uh, possibilities that can exist even in future uh, be it in terms of data be it in terms of tech improvisations uh, right. if i have a colleague who is from a humanities background mm-hmm. that person will very well be able to see the sociological angle behind right. the entire project and how that will fundamentally change the nature of society in various forms right uh, or similarly when we have an economist with us that person will be able to see the financial angles and how this will either bring a dent or bring a positive impact to the states right. etc and very well uh, articulate it to what we all can understand so that is very important anuradha ji very well put okay so let that brings me to the next question who are your participants and how do you select them or how do they reach out to you both ways so uh, there is an entire workflow that we follow mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, for the yatra so one is a broad outreach that happens 
Mm-hmm. So every yatra when we travel, we create various uh, ways to reach out to our, from, with our experiences from the yatra. So if right. we are moving to a city, we invite local change makers in that city to come and meet us because okay. often they are uh, the they are the honeybees who right. are aware where the honey is, who are aware right. where the fragrance is. Right. So if we go to Varanasi, we will reach out to a local change maker who has brought good things in Varanasi okay. because it is more likely for that girl or that uh, boy or that mm-hmm. lady. Mm-hmm. to be in touch with local change makers right. we definitely make it a point that we have lunches and dinners with them because they eventually lead good people to us right uh, that is a word of mouth uh, approach right the second approach is uh, we have an active website we have an active social media pages so all those usual forms of digital marketing happen right, right. the third form is uh, when we reach out via mentors and via organizations so right. if you are aware that uh, say there is a good voluntary organization in hyderabad then right. we definitely reach out them and ask them that if you have good people who imagine their role working with the government please refer them to us so we reach out uh-huh. annually to around 60 plus organizations to ask uh-huh. them for referrals and then these participants have to apply for this yeah. they have to apply so there is a selection process and application process the application form is long there mm-hmm. are three four essay questions uh, okay. which sort of acts as a first filter if people mm-hmm. are dedicated enough to fill up the form they will be dedicated enough to uh, build a career in the domain because it takes time to fill up the form. There is a video essay that is required to talk mm-hmm. about your idea of change and what do you imagine right. is your form of change. Great. Uh, similarly, we have uh, we try to understand how inquisitive the person is, mm-hmm. uh, both from the application form and the subsequent interviews. Okay. So there are two rounds of interview. One round is taken by the alums. Mm-hmm. The alums best know about the Yatra and what is going to come next. So they should be able to tell people and select people who are more likely to make the cut. Because it is physically as well enduring. It is a nine-day travel. Uh, you sleep on the buses for most nights. So right. there is a lot of physical uh, uh, disharmony that happens with you and your body. And then there is an intellectual uh, uh, overshoot of uh, knowledge as well. Because right. you meet so many people, it takes time to assimilate all those ideas and often contextualize them to your own sets of uh, beliefs and your set of values. It sounds like the modern-day version of a tapas. <laughs> ha, so we call it sadhana. So the yatra should be felt like a sadhana. Yes, <laughs> yes. So it is so, physic- It demands physical, emotional, mental, uh, and right. does it demand financial? Uh, <laughs> yes. So overall, the yatra costs us uh, costs uh, the delegates a uh, sum of forty thousand. Uh, but okay. this is not same for all. We follow a cross subsidy model, okay. uh, in which we try to uh, get pe- money from people who are who can pay more and who mm-hmm. financial uh, sufficiency to pay forty thousand rupees. Okay. For the rest, around 60% of the crowd, uh, we mm-hmm. give them uh, the uh, good scholarships. So scholarships range between 80% to 20%. Okay. And, uh, so the fee range usually is 8,000 rupees, which is the minimal fee, mm-hmm. and 40,000, which is the highest fee. Okay. Uh, and it is good cross-subsidy, pure cross-subsidy. Uh, mm-hmm. So Yatra in itself becomes financially sustainable for the organization. So at the end of it, do you give them a certificate uh, or, or something that they can use? So they get a certificate, they get a chance to intern with various organizations. So they are given that a chance. Uh, mm-hmm. We have various workshops in the duration, uh, which also mm-hmm. ask them to write a few articles and few publish some case studies mm-hmm. uh, in the form of, we have an annual compendium of good governance. So okay. they get to be uh, uh, co-authors in that compendium, which okay. adds uh, heavily to their profile. Uh, right. In terms of uh, a network, so uh, currently VIF has a network of 1500 plus islands. Okay. And this network is heavy. So these the are the people who have already taken the yatra, 1500. Not just yatra, mm-hmm. also other programs of VIF. 
and this network is wide so anuradha ji this network is 180 districts of india where the people right. have come from so fairly well spread all states Which of india is very interesting because i usually end up hearing oh we are present in five big cities <laughs> no, no, no. so i'm, I'm uh, the one reason that i really wanted you to be on this podcast is that you are sitting somewhere in jharkhand and speaking to me and mm-hmm. your work also goes to grassroots levels you know it gives an opportunity to um to indians uh, young indians in the hinterlands of india although i don't i don't like the word hinterlands but uh, just so that people understand <laughs> so a lot of our alums actually go and go back and work there and that's what we expose the delegates to be so every yatra we make sure that we have at least one or more villages uh, in which we also get a chance to stay uh, okay not village then at least small towns where we get to stay because that's when a lot of delegates also experience it for the first time so some people who come from urban centers uh, have never seen a what a small town looks like and what people in right. small towns feel like right. and often that becomes a big bottleneck for yeah. their imagination of india and same is true for people from the villages as well when people right. come from a very small place in tribal uh, mm-hmm. area of odisha when they go and see a jhabua in madhya pradesh being very developed they right. suddenly start imagining that they can be that person who has brought that right. change in jhabua madhya pradesh so that imagination is important for us okay now my next next question is something that i am very very interested in as a traveler now what are the experiences these people have on the yatra what is a typical 9 day yatra look like and what are the some of the key experiences that you can speak about so 9 day yatra is very exhaustive so i will if i give you a quick itinerary so mm-hmm. we usually start from a urban location because that's mm-hmm. easier for people to reach right so you start from a state capital whichever right. state we are starting from mm-hmm. in a typical yatra we cover four states mm-hmm. uh, so which some sort of somewhere around 2500 to 3500 kilometers is the usual okay. travel length mm-hmm. to travel this much duration in 9 days you need to travel every night right uh, uh, most of the uh, travels are via buses in mm-hmm. some durations where the travel is long we take up trains so we leave mm-hmm. one bus move our luggage to a train and then move to another city mm-hmm. uh, usually we cover two projects in a day and mm-hmm. two interactions so lunch and dinner are the times for interaction so we get invite two three dignitaries to come and join us for lunches and dinners Mm-hmm. and then we divide the group into multiple sub- subsections and mm-hmm. then around two projects one in the morning one in the evening so that's mm-hmm. how a typical itinerary looks like uh, i can share more details but usually uh, we cover one city in a day and then mm-hmm. travel overnight and move to another city that's how the itinerary moves in terms of experiences uh, rather i have been very fortunate to be uh, to both curate this yatra both to imagine this yatra and also be a part of all the yatras mm-hmm. brilliant experiences brilliant experiences. i'm sure so, <laughs> we went to balasore in odisha in the third mm-hmm. yatra mm-hmm. uh, balasore uh, we went there because we heard about an asha worker from mm-hmm. uh, uh, pradhan mantri pradhan mantri's man ki baat mm-hmm. uh, so he mentioned about an asha worker who has made her village malaria free now mm-hmm. reaching out there was difficult because the village has no network no network mm-hmm. connectivity uh, mm-hmm. the last road ends 2 kilometers before the village so there is mm-hmm. no direct road connectivity as well so you have to mm-hmm. walk on foot to reach the village Mm-hmm. it is that uh, deep inside the forest mm-hmm. uh, but we heard it and we find wanted to find out so one of our alums helped us reach out there mm-hmm. when we met when we went there we met jamuna mani singh jamuna mani singh was the asha worker who whose name was there mm-hmm. the entire village had come to greet us 2 kilometers away from the village so we had a population of 500 people welcoming us 60 of us <laughs> that's and india 
<laughs> and the entire village was dancing because for the first time they had someone come from beyond balasore balasore was that district that closest big town <laughs> yes and they were seeing people from outside balasore for the first time in bhuneshwar which is just two or three hours from there mm-hmm. and there were drums and all forms of singing and dancing and we could not understand a single word mm-hmm. but the entire warmth that was offered to us was mm. so invigorating for all of us we entered there all of us uh, were greeted with tilak on the forehead we were all tied uh, the holy thread on the uh, on our palms mm-hmm. and uh, we were all greeted with a yagya mm. we could not we could not fathom this even we as organizers could not fathom this that this would be mm-hmm. the level of welcome they would give us yes. and then uh, one of our delegates was a odia so he translated the entire experience for us and mm-hmm. it was brilliant the entire village was sitting silently and listening to us and at the end they had just one question to ask mm-hmm. can you please travel throughout the village and suggest us places where we can do something better for the village wow being requested by the sarpanch <laughs> we never felt uh, so outsider. proud uh, uh, but this outsider feeling was lost the moment we got down from the bus and we never felt so much connectedness that people yes. who do not know us are looking for options how they can make their village a better village and this village has four ponds mm-hmm. and four ponds the village is bellavia free yes <laughs> so our entire experience changed we were accompanied by a person named pratap sarangi ji at that time ex mla <laughs> and uh, he took us we also went to his house for a for a for one of the uh, meetings mm-hmm. and we lived a if you have seen his village now his village has uh, seen all popular media channels uh, mm-hmm. he lives in a hut proper hut he mm-hmm. does not own a bed he lives he sleeps on a cot he owns mm-hmm. a bicycle not even mm-hmm. a bike mm-hmm. and he donates his entire salary for education of people around mm-hmm. that time his uh, 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 that time his retirement payment because mm-hmm. he was a retired mla that time ex mla mm-hmm. and two years later we heard him becoming the union minister mm-hmm. so we understood that the power of meeting people from the ground who were doing amazing work and then right. finally seeing them rise across the hierarchy and bringing change directly that was big experience we went to also uh, a very counter experience to this was vikram sarabhai space research center mm-hmm. in kerala so we went to vikram sarabhai Res- space research center mm-hmm. and a satellite launch vehicle slv was mm-hmm. in front of us mm-hmm. and seeing that and mm-hmm. understanding for us uh, from being a technology background mm-hmm. for us that was like a dream so yes. isro is like a dream organization for a lot of right. indians right. Right. and seeing a space launch vehicle and the entire set of scientists from the head of the institution to head of research to head of all the audits to the financial head to the partnership set all of them were sitting in front of us right and we talked for an hour about how isro plays a role and at the end they asked us that what do we do to invite some of you to join our organization because mm-hmm. we struggle with finding the best talent because we cannot pay as high salaries as corporates can pay right and that was second big hit i had in life mm-hmm. <laughs> often we aim to these places when we were we are going up seeing the yes. faces of kalpana chavla rakesh sharma yes. they've yes. all grown up seeing their faces to be our models and inspiration we had yeah. a entire building in our college in our school dedicated to apj kalam and a right. big hall dedicated to kalpana chavla uh, yeah. we were all kids at that time when these people Uh, mm-hmm. we are bringing and building glory to our nation mm-hmm. and then them asking us this simple question was a big moment of realization thankfully two of our alums have now went ahead and joined these places so that's a big uh, big sense of pride as mm-hmm. well as a sense of relief that finally that yatra had some good 
things but overall meeting them was very very inspiring how easy is it to rope in these kind of people to uh, collaborate with you uh, so jamuna mani ji was tough so jamuna mani ji we reached out via local ngo and a local alum who mm-hmm. dedicated 3 days to of travel to go to this place actually find out the village on his bike and finally mm-hmm. led us to that right uh, isro was relatively easier we sent short them an email Our yeah. alums and our profile of participants act mm-hmm. as big pushes for us to get mm-hmm. these appointments. When we claim that we have the best talent of us, and mm-hmm. when we also make a promise to them mm-hmm. that we firmly believe that these people are gonna dedicate their life for the nation, and it is not right. just an exploratory travel or a touristy travel for them. Right. Then right. they get some sense of trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, our previous profile. So this is like a loop. so because right, right. so one of the yatras was launched by pranab mukherjee ji the ex president right. one right. of yatras was facilitated has seen three cabinet ministers two chief ministers so those things once they are done they call out for each other so right one good experience calls out for another good experience and so on and so forth right so a typical yeah. yatra has how many participants uh, so the first yatra had 20 mm-hmm. now we have stabilized at 80 which makes two buses full of people 80 the last yeah. 80 last two yatras had 80 people Each. And uh, so, also walk me through how does a typical yatra day look like? So, let's say day three, day four uh, of yatra look like like morning getting up to um, night time. Okay, so let me just clear, uh, give you the itinerary of day three and day four of last two yatras. Mm-hmm. So, day three of the last yatra, we were in um, Jaipur. Okay, uh, uh, that was the day. And Radha ji, I talked to you personally on phone as well, if you remember. I was in Jaipur rugs that day. Okay. <laughs> this is for the Yatra conference, is it? <laughs> no, no. This is post the Yatra conference. This is oh, December okay. last year. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the morning started when we visited to uh, the Rajasthan state. Um, they had an incubation center for okay. startups. Okay. Uh, this is called Bhamasha Bhavan or something. Okay. Bhamasha something. Right. on the name of bamasha mm-hmm. uh, so they have a state incubation for startups so mm-hmm. we went there mm-hmm. we started the day with a tour of states innovation idea the idea of innovation in the state okay. and we met with some uh, five startups all of them okay. gave their five minute pitches okay. and then we talked about how state imagines the idea of role of startups in their okay. uh, vision for long term growth of the state okay uh, the day began with that uh, post that we went to jaipur rugs Jaipur okay. Rugs is a social uh, enterprise. You, most of us would be aware of this. Uh, yeah. We met with uh, the person who is in charge of this. Uh, mm-hmm. And I wrote uh, about them. I authored a series called India Innovates for CII. So they were one of my case studies. <laughs> Wonderful. So we had a tour of their head office and how mm-hmm. they see. They have a replica of all their units inside their head office in Jaipur. Right. Right. And we had an interaction with the founder of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also interacted with some artisans there. and how they imagine their role right. uh, in the overall project so we spent around 3 hours in the compound okay post that we went to meet a bureaucrat called ashish modi um, mm-hmm. uh, he is the he is a is officer and mm-hmm. head was previously heading the health department mm-hmm. and currently was heading the personal and training department of the state mm-hmm. and we had another bureaucrat from the tourism department so tourism principal secretary of the okay. rajasthan government right. both of them joined us for evening snacks okay So this is uh, they both talked about their own journeys and how they imagined the role of an IAS. Both are young IAS officers, both from 2011 cadre, I suppose, mm-hmm. and both of them talked about their past eight nine years of work. So okay. this is what one yatra looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to give another experience, this was the third yatra, and mm-hmm. third yatra, the third day we had uh, spent in uh, Raipur. 
रायपुर छत्तीसगढ़ वी स्टार्टेड फ्रॉम मध्य प्रदेश एंड देन फाइनली रीच रायपुर ऑन थर्ड डे and the day started with meeting the chief minister so raman mm-hmm. singhi so we went mm-hmm. to his house uh, we had breakfast with him and mm-hmm. then he talked to us for around half an hour formally mm-hmm. on talking about priorities of the state okay uh, then we went to naya raipur which is the mm-hmm. new city atal nagar now it is called yes. the new city that is being planned yes. uh, we had an one of the most beautiful museums in india <laughs> yes <laughs> we could not get chance to look at the museum but we saw the presentation of the museum okay. yeah. uh, when uh, then we went to the naya raipur we had a tour of the city then we went mm-hmm. to a building which was a green building and mm-hmm. it was also the secretariat of the state mm-hmm. and then we tracked over how the new city is being imagined mm-hmm. and how they are planning getting investments for the city so we met with the investments board of chatisgarh state okay uh, then we went ahead and then in the evening we went to a show called uh, show or a program called hamar chatisgarh Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a scheme by Chhattisgarh government in which they showcased the culture and the policies of the state to every representative from each village. Okay. So had, they had two hundred sarpanches, up sarpanches, and panchayat mm-hmm. members from different villages, and okay. they all had a cultural show. They had mm-hmm. a show of all the important policies, and they had kiosks on which mm-hmm. policies you can bring into your respective districts and villages, mm-hmm. okay. which are not yet there. you can get information about them you can get a brochure about them mm-hmm. and a tour of the city uh, was there for them in the day mm-hmm. so we had interaction with around uh, 50 sarpanches so all of them sat one to one with some of the sarpanches mm-hmm. and we tried to understand the local culture understanding mm-hmm. how they imagine their role as a sarpanch in the village mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how they see this experience of hamachat is here and then we went off to bed so this is this is how a typical day looks like and uh, you uh, You said you travel at night, you know, and I'm I was doing some math, so you should be averaging about three hundred to four hundred kilometers a day, right? So, so where do you, uh, where do you actually so you go and uh, stay in a hotel where you, you know, take your bath and change right. and. So usually after dinner we start travel. So mm-hmm. we have dinner at usually around eight thirty nine, and then we take a half an hour break in the same place just to oh. walk around and let the stomach settle down. Okay. And then uh, we start traveling at around nine thirty ten. Okay. Usually reach our destinations at around four or five in the morning. Okay. Uh, we have four hours to spare at there. Uh, okay. We usually start the day next day at eight. So the unpacking and the reloading takes around half an hour to forty five minutes on each time. Right. Uh, but we get two three hours of spare time. So that's where okay. we freshen up. Some of us finish our sleeps. Some of us finish our naps. Some of us finish our readings. Right. There are some assignments that they are given throughout the yatra. Some of okay. us, some of them finish their readings. Some of them finish their group discussions, and all those things right. happen. Great. These are usually hotels and uh, uh, roadside motels. Yeah, whichever. I mean, when you travel in the hinterlands of India, you literally have to take whatever is available. Uh, you you can't really get too choosy. um so from here on so what are the typical elements that you keep in mind when you curate uh, a yatra like this so i see that you have you 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 have the governance elements but where you meet the policy makers politicians uh, you know government people is officers sarpanches but apart from these are there any other elements that you incorporate so we ensure that we go to one social enterprise in each yatra Okay. and especially enterprises which work very closely with the government okay so we go to have been to amul in uh, uh, anand gujarat. in gujarat mm-hmm. we have been to jaipur rugs we have been to adabya chetna in bangalore uh, right. we have been to akshay patra in vrindavan right um, and so on and so forth something okay. something social we also try to visit one good social reformer or social activist or social worker in the state right so mostly people who believe in the idea of uh, uh, collective consciousness of society 
to be okay. the driver of change not a mode in which they take an anti system stand but people okay. who usually prefer working with the system and by system it does not mean only the government but also okay. the local customs and local traditions of the area so one padmashree is what we usually aim for in every yatra one padmashree is you yeah. for so these are the key elements that you look for right and at least one village uh, right. and at least one infrastructure project because infrastructure projects usually give people the awe of grandeur right so, so when you go to a dam and stand on the top of it you suddenly realize how massive this must have been to imagine and then action it or you go to the uh, deep inside a tunnel inside a metro you realize how technologically challenging it must be to construct a metro right think of that sort right so it opens up uh, your you know the mental horizons to think right. big right right yes not just think big also imagine that you can be that person because these people are usually people who have come from similar backgrounds as the participants right yeah. so and uh, uh, my i'll wrap it up by asking you uh, uh, what are you uh, what are what what is the future plan for this i mean of course it will go on but at this point in time uh, are there any other plans of similar other yatras or making this yatra even more comprehensive um so one idea that is like um, that is still in the minds still not in the paper or out in the website mm-hmm. uh, but to have a much deeper engagement with india something like an india 101 uh, mm-hmm. we i personally call it bharatam mm-hmm. uh, or antabhraman for of these two names i have it for it mm-hmm. uh, which is like a comprehensive yatra to understand india governance would be one aspect of it the culture, i think you should partner with indi tales for that <laughs> Whatever this figures out, yes, I was planning yes. to have something of this sort in 2021, yes. uh, but uh, we will see how the COVID-19 turns out to be. Uh, right, right. So the idea was to have spiritual elements, the cultural elements, the governance elements, the social entrepreneurship elements. The overall idea was to pe- get people an exposure of what India means mm-hmm. and how India imagines itself. Um, right. And this would be much longer. This would be a three-month travel. uh three month need not be consistently that we are always traveling just like the good governance yatra mm-hmm. but you st- go to one place stay there for a couple of days or uh, up to a week and mm-hmm. then you move on to next destination okay uh, overall curating this as a learning journey so imagining this from a persona of a uh, of a participant a persona of a yatri and mm-hmm. trying to understand what all elements will the person have mm-hmm. to understand india what are the various elements of understanding india Yes. Uh, this is also both imagined for people who feel that they still need a so-called discovery of India, mm-hmm. or people who may feel the need to just understand India deeper before they start working. So most of my inspirations in life have travelled. So be it Mahatma Gandhi, be it uh, Swami Vivekananda, be it some of my professors in my college. Oh, anybody! Even... You can't become a great man without travel. <laughs> you just yes. can't become. I mean, I I haven't come across a single person. who gained wisdom without traveling thank you for saying it rana that is so loud and clear <laughs> no i haven't come across because i'm right now trying to read all possible uh, travel logs uh, now that we are stuck at home uh, so i haven't come across a single person who uh, who we uh, you know who we listen to who's wise uh, uh, and who has not traveled so yes okay. <laughs> so building that culture building that right. overall environment long term idea is also to get travel as part of the curriculum of various yes. boards that right. there should be a component in which people get to travel their neighborhoods uh, what right. you mentioned as back, back um, backyard uh, travel travels it should be part of the curriculum my father is a tourist he always claims this to me 
that uh, you know about ganga you know about the five big rivers of the country but mm-hmm. you do not know about the two rivers that cross your district and right. that is a sad reality so we should right. do fact, a lot of i, I sometimes uh, do these questions on sunday questions on twitter and once i asked people uh, to identify the river they were born closest to you know wherever you were born which is the river closest to most people had to go back googling um and so but it was an interesting exercise lot of people actually discovered river names uh, that day so yes we, there is a lot of deep dive needed great shubham uh, this was a great conversation and i'm sure as in when you design your next yatras we'll have another conversation about it and i wish you all the best for uh, doing this very important uh, job of connecting india with indians thank you anurag ji i'm hoping in the long run that will not be needed because indians should be connected with india but for the time being it i feel that uh, it helps me understand india better <laughs> yes people should do travel on their own <laughs> yes people should people should but we also learn when we travel together yes 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 right? indeed great prabham thank you very much thank namaste. you anurag ji namaste thank you for joining us on detours You can also join us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our handle is Indytales. I N D I T A L E S. See you soon.